0: Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello, and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Consequences. So this is a podcast where my co-host and I get together, and we're usually at. Uh, gracious podcast hosts. I mean, most of them are always gracious. We are at Higher Gravity Summit Park. And what we do is we listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. And then we give our version of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully there aren't too many consequences. Wow. Starting off great. Too many consequences from the host of the other podcast. We're doing okay. We're doing We're, fine.
1: It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine.
0: It's okay. Uh, I am Marco. I'm a taproom manager here locally. And that other voice you heard belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia.
1: I am Julia, and I am a drinker of all the craft beer here in Cincinnati. And I also like to write fun things about beer during beer vent season. Which oh, it we is are coming. It is approaching. God. It is. The wait so is over. You can get beer vent, season. Beer vent box
0: Is here. Yes. The wait is over.
1: I believe there is at least one box left. So Mm -hmm. if you have not bought your beer vent box, I mean, A, what's wrong with you? Why are you waiting so damn long? But if you have not, if you are able to go to highergravitycrafthouse.com, H-A-U-S, you you could purchase the last available beer vent box. And you can pick if you want to pick it up at the Northside location or the Summit Park location. They are ready to go. The, the stacks and stacks of them lining the walls here is... It's exciting. It's so awesome to see. I cannot wait.
0: You don't have to wait. The wait is <gasps> no. over. Well, you still have to wait the to get The time first. is it's here. But you
1: can't drink them yet. I mean, I guess you could. You do no. what you want with them. You, you bought them if you want to. what
0: wanna. you want with You could bathe in them.
1: But... We still have like two weeks before everyone's pulling out that first beer on That's December first right. and seeing the what wait is over. Of
0: beer event season is yes. here. Drinking yes. beer on December first.
1: So freaking excited for! I, I always am. I mean, it's it's the best time of year. I'm excited Absolutely for you. Absolutely, the best time of year. Uh, other than that, if uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out at the beginning. We'll also do it at the end. Sure. If you want to support our show, we are at Truth Beer Pod on all the social media platforms. We'd love a like, follow, subscribe, share, review, five stars, all the normal stuff that all of the normal podcasts tell you to do. We want you to do that as well. If there's something you want to tell us that you don't want to put on social media, truthbeerpod at gmail.com is our email address and if you'd like to throw us a couple dollars you can do that at truthbeerpod.com there is a big blue buy us a pint link and we may soon have a Patreon for people that want to donate on a regular basis and get a little extra bonus content still working out the details on that we have a couple of ideas for the first few Patreon posts we will let you know when that all goes live but uh, we are we are kind of ready to do video or do some video, yeah. so keep an eye on our YouTube page, which is also at Truth Beer Pod, and uh, hell yeah! Hopefully, that'll be that'll be dropping soon.
0: That'll be great. Oh, uh, I I'm, I'm
1: nervous and excited, and uh, I'm
0: very nervous and excited. <laughs> it was
1: great. It was great. So, Marco, this would not be a good craft beer podcast if we weren't drinking craft beer.
0: No, it wouldn't. I mean, but the fact that uh, we are makes it a great craft beer podcast, and by the Probably way, one of the best. We are the number one craft beer podcast that talks about Cincinnati craft beer podcast. So it's thank true. you to the listeners for helping us get to the number one spot. I'm I still I'm still, still waiting it.
1: for like, do not we get like a trophy or something for that?
0: Yeah, I'm we still get a golden uh, a golden uh, jingle.
1: <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, I didn't realize that that was like a... That's a, a thing. It's, it's a so, real... so, so a jangle is like a noun, a verb, a, a, a pronoun, an adjective. It is, it is is all-encompassing.
0: Yeah, it's everything. Which
1: is sad because we don't have any jangleness to talk about this week.
0: No, they, no. they're busy.
1: They are. They're very busy, and I am incredibly excited for that entire crew for everything that is happening so while we don't have a Shift Beers episode to talk to you guys about we have plenty of other stuff to talk about but
0: before we get to that uh, I did mention we're drinking beers we really drink on this show this really does happen Mm -hmm. Uh, Julia I will go ahead and say since you're about to take a sip (laughs) I will go ahead and say uh, what I'm drinking and what I am drinking is Amber Um, she's you know She's a beer from Westside Brewing. She's beautiful. Beautiful beer from cool. Westside Brewing.
1: Love that one. Yeah. Uh, Marco, uh, you picked out my beer for I me. I did. Yes, I picked your beer out. Yes, yeah. yes. There's a reason. There's a yes.
0: logistical reason why I picked out uh, Julia's beer. In order to get a can, you had to walk past something that was going into the beer vent box. So.
1: And I refuse to have any of it spoiled. So I'm like, Marco, you're picking out my beer. Yeah. The, the tap list here is phenomenal, but I've had. Almost everything on it already, so I'm like, I want something that that I haven't had, but I don't want to walk around the corner to the cooler and potentially spoil something for myself. So I took care of that. So Mark I took care of that, and he kind of seasonal creeped me, kind of a little bit, yep. uh, Just depending on your your views on it, and this is actually a beer that everyone's like, oh, this is the standard. This is the standard. I've only had this once or twice before. This is not part of my normal holiday rotation, so I'm actually excited to be drinking it. It is Great Lakes Christmas Ale. Yep. And it is quite tasty. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what podcast do we have to talk about this week, Marco? Do you have that written down in your notes, or do you want to look at mine?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, our, our notes are <laughs> the same. The same notes. Same notes. <laughs> uh, uh, we are going to touch very quickly on a portion of craft beer and brewing podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, we're going to discuss the bonus episode from Craft Parenting Pod, which Mm -hmm. was about uh, pumpkin beer.
1: Seasonal creep the opposite way, Mm -hmm. and a Christmas ale.
0: And then we're going to Sonder Stories. Yes. Uh, Well, we listened to Sonder Stories. And I don't know what order we're going to talk about all these podcasts. Uh, And then, Cynthia Brewcast.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I say that you kind of mentioned it. I do want to start with the Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine podcast because there's not a ton to talk about. This was an episode that they released on November 8th of 2022. Uh, They talked about, there were two episodes called like the Best in Beer of 2022. This is the one that they released on November 8th.
0: Yeah, don't do what I did and listen (laughs) And when Julia sent me the thing. And of course, she sent me a picture and then a timestamp and everything. And of course, me just Ignore scrolling me. through uh listened an hour uh into the wrong podcast
1: um one of these days you'll you'll pay attention to me but this I, is not that day i'm kidding i
0: always pay attention i know i, I know. just I'm, scroll I'm too teasing. quickly
1: so this is the episode that aired or that was published november the 8th i think they put one out november the 9th as well so very very close they're both named almost the exact same thing the November 8th podcast, the reason that I wanted to mention this or that we both wanted to talk about this is one of our local breweries got two shout-outs, and one of them being a fairly big shout-out in this episode and in the magazine, in their uh, their their blog, the, all of their different publications, and that's Urban Artifact. They scored a 99 for Teak in kind of their their compilation of like the best beers that they've had in the year so almost a perfect score which is freaking crazy teak is delicious i don't know if you're able to have it
0: yeah i don't think so
1: but I'll let you know. It's, it's believe, absolutely amazing. I it's know fantastic. that it's it's
0: fantastic. It also comes, doesn't it come in tall cans?
1: Yes. I was actually thinking like, you know what? Maybe I'll get one of those next and make some one of the tall boys because that would be a lot of you fun. Should. I'll check it out. Um, so for people that don't want to listen, this was like almost a, about an hour and a half long episode. So for people that want to hear some accolades for Urban Artifact, but that don't want to listen to an hour and a half long episode, I'm going to give you some timestamps here. Uh, In the 18th minute, so like around the 17-minute, 23-second mark, they were talking about, out of their top ten list for reader's choice, favorite sour or wild ale... it's, It's great. This is great. Tonight is fantastic. Favorite sour or wild ale breweries, Urban Artifact was number nine. So out of all of the breweries in... The readers aren't just nationwide. I believe it no. kind of pulls in globally. Yeah, this for Urban Artifact to be on that list is crazy. Well, so it's, exciting.
0: it's exciting, uh, and I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's that outlandish. But no, because no. they have some of the highest rated beers in their category. They're not even beers. Right. Excuse me, fruit tarts. <laughs> what they make are some of the highest rated in in. The category that mm-hmm. uh, we're forced to put them in when we rate things, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, Craft Beer and Brewing Magazine is a magazine that's that's been an industry magazine for uh, quite a while. This magazine, it, it, the podcast, and the magazine is all compiled by people who are very passionate about the craft beer business, uh, and they they spend their professional and a lot of their personal time in to putting. Uh, research and content uh, into the, the craft beer world, mm-hmm. uh, so not just for not just for the everyday person that's a drinker, but also an amazing resource for people in the industry as well.
1: Right, uh, and then they mention urban again near the end of the episode. So about an hour and 20 minutes in, I actually have the time stamp written down is an hour 20 minutes and 40 seconds. If you want to get super detailed with that, they talked about teak, which, you know, we already said that scored a 99 out of 100 on on their list. They started off by calling it a beer over and over again. So I had my little, you know, shame bell out like, no, you can't do that. You can't call it that.
0: They corrected themselves.
1: But they did. They corrected themselves and talked about how, you know, it actually, you know, they're calling them fruit tarts, which is a much more appropriate name. They went into a bit of what you and I have talked about, I believe, off mic on the difference between something that's sour and something that's tart, because there, there is a difference taste-wise in that. Sure. So calling a sour beer, and they went into it, I don't remember if it was this episode or the episode they released on the 9th about sour beers aren't sour, they're tart, and yada, yada, yada. But they also mentioned the gadget as being one of kind of the best in that fruit tart category. And this is something that I thought was really, really cool. They have for their subscribers kind of an all-access level. They're going to start providing recipes from breweries, brewers that want to provide their recipes out to—I say the general public—but to those all-access members right. uh, of the uh, of, of their their magazine, their podcast, their uh, their subscription services. Brett Coleman Baker provided the recipe for teak, which will be the inaugural recipe. For that it'll be the very first recipe that they release to their all-access members and it's it's one of our own you know, I say one of our own you know Cincinnati's own and right. I right that, that is that's exciting so so freaking cool I am so excited about that actually after listening to it and uh, looking at the the PDF of their their top beers and all I'm like you know what this I think that this will really help me to to learn more to get more educated on all things beer pick up on some things that I haven't picked up on yet so I, I went ahead and subscribed. That's awesome. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, and then I did want to give a shout out as well to something that was in uh, the the magazine, the PDF, the post that wasn't in the podcast another uh, reader submission choice like top 50 kind of of all time Sam Adams Boston Lager. Yep. Made the list a so huge shout out to Sam Adams if you would like to let us know that you appreciate us appreciating you at trip Beer Pot Everywhere. That's right. We love you. We are getting very, very love close you. to talking about Marco's story with his son yep. about utopias because as we know, twenty twenty three is a utopia's the year.
0: Utopia's year. That's right.
1: And we, we cannot...
0: might we might rotate. Uh okay. we might okay. have our, our our cavalcade of guests mm-hmm. recap that that oh. story. Oh, it might just be more I'm, I'm just
1: thinking about frank Stallone trying to do justice to you and vincent i don't know maybe That's
0: all. maybe maybe the team at sam adams you know likes frank or or Vlad. his brother
1: or his brother i bet they'd love lad yeah i mean, they Vlad. Yeah. I've, I've, they might. everyone everyone loves lad they might but anyway huge shout out to urban artifact and huge congratulations to i mean once again being recognize, you know, nationally, globally, however you want to kind of look at what uh, at what this, this magazine, this podcast, this this community, this much larger community than what, you know, we're normally talking about, uh, has done and just freaking congratulations. 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 Your glass is empty, Marco, because it was only about half full when before we started So we're going to take A super quick break Decide what podcast We're going to do next Let Marco get another beer And then We will be right back at you With another Podcast recap Alright We are back And Your beer has A really nice looking Head on it
0: Yeah Yeah, what yeah it does, does.
1: What, what what you got
0: there? I got Spooky Tooth Which is nice. the um, Is it the pumpkin ale From Fat, Fat Heads?
1: Head. Mm-hmm Yes, it is. Beer is a fat I, head on it. I, <laughs> that it does. I like the their their label art. How they always just change the the guy's face a little bit depending yeah. on the beer. Fat was, guy. Yes, I was think that is a lot of fun. So while you take your, have you had that before? Or is this your first? No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well, while you take your first sip of that, we decided that the next podcast we're going to talk about is the bonus episode this week from Craft Parenting Pod. Mm -hmm. Uh, So episode 82.5, the one with the pumpkin beers, which is very fitting. Uh, Ah, see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. So you are going all in on the podcast recap experience for this particular episode. Oh, that face. It's great. (laughs) We are not a beer rating podcast. No, we don't do that. You can be honest.
0: We. Uh, it's, it's
1: right? It's not what you were thinking. It's great.
0: It's it's a pumpkin beer. It's just it's, it's usually not my lane, um, but it's delicious. It's a very well executed, delicious beer. Okay. If you see it out and pumpkin beer is your thing, or even if it's not your thing, but as the season, uh, the holiday season starts to roll in, if you want a pumpkin beer, grab Spooky Tooth.
1: All right. Let's see. This episode, kind of a two-parter. The first, like, 15, 20 minutes was just Joe and Caroline sitting around at home drinking pumpkin beers, talking about pumpkin beers. And then later on in the episode, they had Zach Holly call in, who is the pumpkin beer king. He is one of the biggest local pumpkin beer fans that I know of based on, you know, all the the social media posts, the self-proclaimed, you know, king of the pumpkin beers. Yeah,
0: and dark beer. Get, and, and dark beer, beer. And Barrel-aged
1: beer, yes, yes, yes. Hey, he, he does not discriminate. He drinks all of those three styles only. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all right, so the first half, or not, not really the first half, the first part of the episode, like I said, Joe and Caroline talking about pumpkin beers, the history of pumpkin beers, and drinking both Sam Adams pumpkin beer and... Test pumpkin beer? Their pumpkin pie beer, and spoiler alert: while Joe was was saying that they're not his favorite thing, one of uh, there is an upcoming episode where he has something that is not a beer Ooh. that is pumpkin inspired Ooh. that he actually may have enjoyed more than he thought.
0: Ooh, spoiler yes. alert.
1: So keep an eye out for, for again, uh, another episode coming up in, in a week or two, depending on when he gets around to editing and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, Joe is the second biggest pumpkin beer fan in Cincinnati, second only to Zach. He kept talking about how much he absolutely loved the pumpkin beers, how he always looks forward to getting as many as he possibly can. Though he cannot rival Zach in his love He gobbles him up Pumpkin Really does Yeah see what I did there It really does I absolutely Gobble
0: gobble (laughs) Thanksgiving Pumpkin Turkey
1: Uh, Caroline did some Amazing research On the Wikipedia's About the history Of pumpkin beers Something that I didn't Know about That that she mentioned Was due to the Pumpkin's hard skin And like the rind They were used to Make tools
0: I didn't know that either Back in the day I'm like What
1: the hell What kind
0: of tools Were they making
1: very blunt knives. Yeah. Spoons
0: Spoons where you just knock somebody <laughs> till they die.
1: You're never gonna forgive me for for taking that ten minutes away from you.
0: <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> that ten minutes, good lord.
1: But no, that's that was something really, really cool. And 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 I told Joe this when when he and I were, were at Westside Brewing the other day.
0: Uh look episodes, at me Louie oh, there, a little Sorry.
1: Flex. Yeah, totally flexing. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Look at me Louie. I always learn something new listening to the Craft Parenting podcast, and this episode is is no different. They mentioned a bit about about Bill Owens and the Bruce Guys Happy Hour podcast episode right. where they talked about kind of the American uh, introduction to what we now know as pumpkin beers
0: from Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm.
1: From Captain Jack Sparrow, absolutely. He brought them brought them over on uh, on the high seas and uh, with rum was, with with a lot of rum. So much rum that you can barely taste the pumpkin. Right. Something cool, again, that I didn't know about is back in like the wee olden days.
0: Mm-hmm. Before microwaves. Before,
1: before microwaves. They made beer with pumpkin because the sugar content helped to promote, promote that fermentation. I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. So that was super, super cool.
0: What's funny too is they, they clearly cover... The fact that you, you could you drop a little bit or a lot of pumpkin in a beer when, you, when you're, you know, going through the process of making it. It's mm-hmm. not going to taste anything like pumpkin. No. And yet everybody, <laughs> and yet at the end when they're talking about beers, like you can really taste the pumpkin in here. And like, stop it. Sh- well, well,
1: well, but one of the beers that they had, had roasted pumpkin in it, which I've had a it couple of pumpkin beers where if you a put... A little bit, yeah. Right, where if you put like a pumpkin puree, stuff like that, yeah, typically I don't get a pumpkin taste. I get all of the pumpkin spice taste. Sure. But I've had a couple of pumpkin beers that they use roasted pumpkin that I do feel like you get more of that... Did we ever... Did we talk about is pumpkin a squash or is it a
0: that was shift beer
1: that was shift beer well i and then we we, we, covered, we it.
0: covered it yeah
1: a gourd a squash whatever pumpkin is classified under when it's roasted you do get some of that squashy gourdy whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. note to it so that i will say that if that's what's used in a pumpkin beer you do get a bit of that pumpkin flavor in that style
0: i think of otherwise brewery,
1: it is all spice
0: i think what a brewery sh- should do is uh, take pumpkins uh, slice them, and then uh, roast pieces, and then turn that into little beer luges, <gasps> oh. to where you would luge a beer over the roasted pumpkin. I like it. Yeah.
1: I try it. I do it.
0: Yeah. I'd at least maybe do it Urban once. can do it. Like put a little piece of uh-huh. little little snack pumpkin there.
1: So uh, uh, Brett and your team for next year. Yeah. Because they have done like a pumpkin pie. Fruit tart before, which was r- incredibly good. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Yeah, They're, they they do on Wednesdays. They do a fresh Luges? fruit tart. No, they do a fresh fruit tart where it's very limited. But it is ever, like all the fruit is like hand pureed and press, and it is like a super thick fruit tart that you can get in the tap room only on Wednesdays, limited amount. Once it sells out, sells out. That would be perfect to add to their fresh fruit tart Wednesdays during the pumpkin season. Nice. I like it. Brett, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, will credit that was to Marker for that one. Yeah, mark that was giving you guys free, uh, free business advice. Next
0: one, next idea I have for Urban, I need a, uh, it's going to be like a 80-20 split my way. You're going to need a, 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 a write-up uh, business plan by COB uh, the day following day. So there just you letting have. you know.
1: We'll figure it out. Let's see, around uh, a little bit after the twenty-minute mark.
0: Not enough beer luges around the city. I just want to say, we are uh, we are not a flyover city. We are a beer destination. We need some more beer luge uh, opportunities at local breweries. Are Uh, there
1: any in existence today, like our?
0: Well, isn't that my point? Uh,
1: Very good, very good point. Breweries do better. Yeah, do better.
0: You can get two roasted, two giant roasted pumpkins. Like those put enormous them together. ones, like, yeah. like the
1: world's largest. The world's
0: largest. You ones. could have put like them multiple together. channels. Yeah, and you yeah. could just you could put them together, and it could be a giant beer luge, and you could just call it uh, Chris's ass crack. Oh God! It's a luge See, off I, the ass crack.
1: I, I I was all in until I got that visual, and now I'm not so sure. You're in. You sure? Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Don't fit out, Julia. You got to fit in.
1: All right. I'll, craft parenting I'll, pod. I'll do it for the pod. I'll do it for the craft parenting pod. Yeah, do All it right. for the... So, <laughs> I'll just do it. We'll, just, yeah. we'll figure this out. Uh, Zach called in about 20 minutes into the show, so they got to talk with with the Pumpkin King. Uh, he is, if you're not aware of who Zach Hawley is, he is a local craft beer fanatic. He loves, as we said in the beginning, the pumpkin beers, the dark beers, the barrel-aged beers. He is the founder of the 513 Craft Brew Facebook group, which, even though the name says 513 Craft Brew, it is about all craft beer. It is about the Packers. It is an Aaron Rodgers fan page. And, occasionally, they talk about beer. But it is beer from everywhere. It's whatever you're enjoying drinking. Whether it's a beer from Cincinnati, whether it's a... You know, a, a, a macro beer. If it's you know a PBR. If it's some random beer that you got from way out in the Pacific Northwest, you can talk about it. You can enjoy it, and it's about the community yeah. and not about necessarily a
0: mic ultra that you did a pumpkin spice rim Ooh. for.
1: Did you spaghetti it though? Well, you could. You could.
0: You could. You could. Do all kinds it. of things. Spaghetti.net. Go to the website.
1: <laughs> when they were talking about, uh, so Zach talked about his introduction into pumpkin beers and how he found a love for them and how he decided every single year he wants to try as many pumpkin beers as he possibly can, which he, he has a pretty good list going. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he read off a couple of the, not a couple, but a bunch of the beers from his list, like the beer, the pumpkin beers he's checked in, same with his Instagram posts. You really got a very big picture of just how many pumpkin beers Zach has had just this year alone. And not just has,
0: he stashes them away so that he, he can have pumpkin yeah, beer yeah. out of season.
1: Right. He, which he says there's never, for him. yeah, right, there's
0: right. never, it's never not pumpkin beer season.
1: Until he's had a pumpkin beer in his cellar for over a year and it kind of falls off flavor wise. But.
0: Then it tastes like an Oktoberfest.
1: Right. (laughs) But he will still drink it. And again, if pumpkin beers were, were year round, he would be all in. For Zach, there is no seasonal creep when it comes to pumpkin beers. So, you know. Yeah. It is. For me, I like pumpkin beers, but in a very small window. And for me, that window is around Halloween till, like, Thanksgiving, you know, kind of pumpkin pie, air quotes for those not on the live stream. But I don't want to have a ton of them during that time, but that's kind of the time frame to where, yeah. if they're available, I'm more likely to pick them up.
0: As we, as we record, it's uh, November 15th, mm-hmm. and my pumpkin beer season uh, started five minutes ago and ends five minutes from now.
1: There we go. That's fair. Uh, during, the, during this part of the conversation when they were talking about Drinking pumpkin pumpkin beers, being introduced to them, Caroline gave an amazing story about how she almost gave up and abandoned Joe's entire family after seeing the dessert spread at her first Thanksgiving. They almost weren't Joe and Caroline. Right, right. It
0: it almost almost didn't didn't happen. happen.
1: Right. Like she's like, I don't know that I can be part of a family that does this for a Thanksgiving holiday. It's just not I kinda have to agree, it's not right. It's out of sorts. It's one of
0: those things where it's, you get, there's table stakes, right? And literally, this involves a table.
1: Literally, yes.
0: And, uh... It, 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 one of the things that was missing that's supposed to be there. Right. It's weird. Right. It's like, like two how things. i
1: not, I don't, I don't Like when I,
0: you, when you, when you see the live interview of somebody's neighbor who, let's just say, uh, killed and ate somebody, uh, <laughs> there's two things. Uh, when they say, uh, well, the only thing I thought was weird is they like pumpkin beer all year round. And the other thing they say is, um, you know, they just didn't really like pumpkin pie. And you're like, you know what? Probably, I get why yes. that yes. guy. I I could definitely see
1: them being a serial killer. Them
0: being a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was interesting to say the least. I mean, I don't know if I could have gotten over it, but Caroline may be a better woman than I am. So, props it to her.
0: Well, in that regard, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say, you know. Uh, I just, I'm glad everything is working out. True. Let me put it that way.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Zach talked uh, about a lot of the local pumpkin beers that are made. I mean, huge shout out, shout outs to like Swine City and mm-hmm. Darkness. And really, there are a ton of really good... Darkness pump- put out a pumpkin beer. They did. They did. Yeah. We may have because they didn't name
0: it in the podcast.
1: No, no, they definitely didn't name it in the podcast. Um, and not to correct anyone, but it may or may not have been called the correct style as well.
0: Ah, yeah, that's true. But,
1: it's about enjoying it. It's about supporting local. So, you know what? If a couple details were omitted, no big deal. It's their truth. It's all good. That's fine. It it is their truth. Um, But, yeah, they shouted out Swine City quite a bit. Um, Mad Tree Darkness... A lot of good pumpkin beers in, in the area, where you can find them locally as far as bottle shops and, and stores.
0: Here's an idea go to the brewery.
1: What? Crazy talk. It's crazy. Crazy talk. Super crazy.
0: You could come to a bottle shop like Higher Gravity, or you could go to the brewery. I'm just saying, <laughs> while I was sitting here waiting for you, somebody asked if uh, on one of these uh, Facebook pages if Drummer Boy was going to be distributed this year. I just would.
1: I- Mm. Uh, Jim out will there. let you answer that one if you want to, you know. Jim, chime in. Oh, <laughs> it was a
0: couple weeks ago. Oh, gotcha. There we go. There we go. There Although,
1: we go. the barrel-age version, Fretboard just posted the actual date of their barrel-age Drummer Boy release. So, check out their social media pages. Uh, I only had one more note on this episode episode That's all I 82. Had. of the Craft Parenting Podcast: the one with the pumpkin beers and Zach Holly. Listen to this episode. And for as big of a pumpkin fan, pumpkin beer fan, I'll correct myself, as Zach is, you can find out which pumpkin beer severely disappointed Zach this year. Oh, yeah. And it's not the one that you think it is.
0: It's a hot take.
1: It, it kind of was. I it's was like, a hot oh. take. He put himself like, oh, really? out there with that yes. hot take. Yes. So check out the episode. Uh, check out 513 Craft Brew Facebook group and have a, and have a lot of fun drinking pumpkin beer they're still out there it's still pumpkin beer season up until thanksgiving is is kind of what i say check them out drink some pumpkin beers have some have some fun with it anything else marco
0: no i'm done with pumpkin you're done (laughs)
1: all right i am actually guys hold on we are like one and a half podcasts in i know I'm almost done with my beer. Woo! Oh,
0: ho, ho. oh my I goodness. Know,
1: I know. This is going to be a hell of a fun night. Oh, my it's, God.
0: It's we're great. getting ever so closer to tequila. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Woo. I don't know about that, but we're yeah, going to take a super quick break. I'm going to get myself another beer. And then, what do you say we jump into Saunder Stories next? Because we should. Because I was so excited to see another episode released so close to the last one. Yep. All right, give us a couple they minutes. They gave us a ago.
0: little teaser. It like, no podcast this week. And then, hey, and another then podcast.
1: podcast. It's awesome. All right, guys. Give us a quick minute, and we will be right back. Hi, Marco.
0: Hi, Julia. We are
1: back. <laughs> that we are. And we both have fresh beers in front of we us. We do.
0: Fresh 16-ounce beers. We yes. went to the... The beer cave with over four hundred different options. There's you know, the, so
1: many beers. And
0: so it's many beers. So
1: hard to figure out which one do I want because I want them all. What would well, you get? get? Oh. <laughs> hey, there we go. Hey. Uh, I got one of my favorite stout-ish beers. Okay. That's here, uh, Rhinegeist Penguin. Hell yeah. In the nitro can, I love it. Stout. It's a blonde stout. It is always delicious. It is always perfect. And
0: it. and you have to treat it differently before you pour it because they yes in so the back you, of the can go ahead, tell them Julia
1: it says shake vigorously Vigorous. crack slowly not at the same time pour vertically and watch that nitro cascade happen and it did it's beautiful uh,
0: producer Annie did a great job It oh, uh, was the first time that producer Annie uh, needed to do said treatment to pour beer and. A uh, little bit of apprehension, but uh, did a wonderful job uh, pouring that beer. For
1: any beer, when it's like, oh, shake it and then open it, you're like, no, that's yeah. no, absolutely not. That's not what you do. But when it's nitro, that's what you gotta, that's, that's what you gotta do to get that nice cascade action happening. It was wonderful. Ah, uh, can't wait to dive into this one. How about you, Marco? What do, what do you have there?
0: I believe I've had this on the podcast. This is Masthead Brewing. Uh, this is a wet case scenario, or scenario. So, uh, uh, which one is it for you, Julia? I mean, uh, I scenario. Say,
1: I would say scenario.
0: Scenario? Scenario? Yeah. Depends on if um, Chris Winningham's here or not. Uh, Tomato, fresh potato. Hop, fresh hop, double IPA. Uh, so, uh, speaking of listening to these podcasts that we were talking about, Craft Beer and Brewing, Yeah. Um, you know how they talk about sometimes where never never meet some of the some of the let's say famous people that never meet your heroes kind never of thing, meet your heroes kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. so something was spoiled for me Uh-oh. in listening to uh the wrong craft uh beer and brewing podcast
1: gotcha uh that?
0: and you listened to, to that one too yeah yeah, yeah. okay was, yeah, yeah so when they were talking about celebration oh yeah when they were talking about and that was stan hieronymus by the way uh uh who people in the People in the beer industry know the name Stan Hieronymus. But anyway, uh, Stan basically told us that Celebration is a fresh hop beer, not a wet hop beer. So wet hop, uh, you're going to use whole cones uh, and you're going to, you know, one hop variety, a couple of hop varieties. It's a fresh hop beer, so they are not using cones. They're using fresh hops that are... um, Pelletized at that that peak,
1: that moment, right, right,
0: and and then you know going forward and making celebrations. Celebrations a great beer. I thought but they will were
1: you ever drink it the same again.
0: Uh, knowing uh, what you know, <laughs> I'm gonna love it because I loved it before. Mm-hmm. I know that this uh, Christmas season won't go without me having it and enjoying it uh, just for the the wonderful. Just for the wonderful beer that it is, but me knowing that it's not whole cones,
1: mm-hmm. you changes know, it a does little. change it a yeah. little. Yeah, does
0: change it a little. Um, it also makes me pay more attention to the way people word things, right? That's true. Yeah. Fresh hop versus whatever. wet hop.
1: I feel like for some people, places, breweries, what have you, it might be interchangeable. Whereas for other people, places, breweries, whatever, they might mean different things like I know that there is like the technical this is what wet hop is this is what fresh hop is but I think that there are some places that may use them more interchangeably than maybe they should yeah it could be I don't know as uh, long as the beer's good you know
0: that was a little bit of a point five within <laughs> the main pod yes uh so but anyways um uh, back to what we do. And yes. what we do is uh, talk about what other people did. Yes. Uh, so next pod, Julia, what do you what do you think?
1: Um, we're doing Saunders stories. That's right. We're yes. doing Saunders stories. Yes, Let's yes, go. Yes, because... Moving on. I was incredibly excited to see another episode come out so soon um, with them, you know, with the, the hiatus that they took prior to episode or chapter 95, which just with what the breweries was doing with everything going on, it made sense. And then they came back with chapter 95. And it wasn't entirely clear if they were back on track to release weekly. We thought, you know, maybe we'll get a monthly podcast from them, which would be absolutely awesome. Or maybe it'll still be a little hit or miss or staggered between each episode that we get. So seeing that an episode, another episode hit so soon after the last one, I was very, very excited. I love this podcast so incredibly much. I love what they do. And Chapter 96 was all about their fourth anniversary. Yes. Huge shout out and congratulations to them on four years. I feel like they've been around for so much longer than that because of what a name Sonder is in the Cincinnati craft beer scene. To where you're like, it's only been four years. And what they even said in the podcast Half of that was during pandemic times. Yes. You know the big, you know the the shutdowns, the restrictions. Where you know we're still technically slowly creeping out of all of that that mess, but really great to hear them talk about their fourth anniversary they didn't do what they did last year for their anniversary which was 37 just, episodes uh, of.
0: yeah giant I, round tables of, which
1: i loved i i loved the round tables
0: it's a lot of effort it though yeah, it's a lot of yeah. effort and it takes uh, it takes people out of uh whether it's after their shift or during their shift it mm-hmm. takes people out of doing the jobs that they do mm-hmm. that was a that was a great that was a, it was awesome, but you didn't really tell how fun. stressful it was. For yeah, the it, yeah. And, they, and they even had the uh, the drinking game last year uh, with it. <laughs> yeah. and that was fun. Uh, this year, no drinking game.
1: There may have been one that they just didn't mention, but right. It, there may it have definitely been, was possibly. Not, uh, I, I feel like they went a lot more casual with this anniversary episode than the last one. They didn't try as hard to make it. Like such a huge part of their podcast portfolio, if it right. makes sense. But I, I loved both versions. I loved the multiple roundtables, the the drinking game, all of that. But what they did for Chapter 96, for their fourth anniversary, I really liked because it felt more uh, consistent mm-hmm. with what they tend to do. You know, I'll say week after week for when they are able to do a podcast week after week just depending on what's going on in the brewery um to kind of dig start digging directly into this episode the participants were danny justin chase and jen mm-hmm. so they had you know the a lot of the the leadership ownership team there they started off by talking about their employees and how much their employees pretty much make sonder what it is which i agree with 100 percent, but they focus on big john a bit who had a barley wine named after him, Mm -hmm. which I'm hoping that that makes another resurgence.
0: I've known Big John since Sonder opened.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, Big John, just a a very nice guy. I saw Big John this past Sunday.
1: Nice. I have yet to meet Big John. Nice.
0: And what was funny, too, is a guest walked in, walked up to the bar, sat down. He said, my really good friend works here. And he goes, "Uh, Big John. And it's like, oh, he's running around here somewhere. Um, have you ever met? I th-
1: have not. Known. One no. One day
0: when we're there together, um, he'll probably be there. Hell yeah! Uh, and I'll introduce you. But he's—he's a—he's a special guy, a very special guy. And
1: and they—they they touched on that. Yeah. Did you know that he is the ideal employee for Sonder? He has never called off. He has never missed. To me, this stat is almost more important. Well, no, I don't want to say important. That's that's completely wrong. He has never not tried a Sonder beer. He has tried every single beer that they have ever made, which, holy crap, that's a lot. Even if it's, you know, just a taste or even if it's, you know, not a full pint. He checks them all in. Being able to to say, I have tried everything that Sonder has put out. That's a feat. Like, I, I don't know if even, like, Justin, like, he wasn't even able to say, yeah, just like me, Big John has tried every single Sonder beer. No. So I think he is in a league of his own when it comes to uh, experiencing and appreciating absolutely everything Saunder's ever put out. All right, so have you ever had, I mean, you've, you've managed and currently manage people, have you ever had... Someone that you feel lives up to Big John standards, or is that even a fair question? Is Big John kind of that category in and of himself? Since you said that, uh,
0: yeah, I think there's. I know. think there's probably a lot of different businesses that could have a Big John Award, right? You yeah. know, and oh,
1: Big John Award, I love that. Yeah, I love and that.
0: and I, I, there's not much bigger that you can do as a brewery other than outside of, of name a beer after. Somebody, mm-hmm. right? True. That's you know, true. Yeah, you've, yeah. Got, um, you've got you've got a family business where you know the the by volume the number one beer that is probably served at Saunders is Voss, right? Mm-hmm. So that is uh, one of Justin's children's names, right? Right. Uh, and then you've got many other beers: uh, Mella Bella. Uh, what would you say, Daniel? Cato. Oh, Cato.
1: You know, Daniel, their, their dark log- lager.
0: <laughs> yeah. They've got the Herald. They have a beer coming out called the Herald. Oh, the
1: Herald. If they don't, holy crap, guys, that is such an opportunity right there.
0: Family tradition is named It'll after. It'll have a
1: Frisbee on the label. Yeah. Uh,
0: a Frisbee and, like, and giant wedding giant calves. Bells.
1: Oh, and giant calves. Yeah,
0: giant calves. Yes. Um,
1: Speaking of, I'm going to tangent slightly. Giant
0: calves? Go ahead.
1: Danny, the wedding singer, Herald. Yeah posted something on social media saying, oh, my final wedding of the year. And I'm like, bro, there are still, there's still like a little over a month left. You know that there's going to be another one of your friends. Somebody's popping up. That's going to have a wedding. Somebody. Someone's going to need your professional wedding attendee services. That's correct. So by posting saying last wedding of the year, you have set yourself up to go to at least one more. Before December thirty first, yeah. So he definitely set gotta himself cari- up. You got to be careful with uh, with what you post on the social medias. People watch. Yeah, people watch. And,
0: <laughs> and then family tradition being something that mm-hmm. you know, uh, Justin and his father would go and do and chase um, chase down uh, uh, Black Friday beer release beer. Mm-hmm. And so, but but I do think that uh, whatever. Whatever business you're in, you can probably understand the the type of person that we're talking about, right? Yes, and so, yes. if you if you don't have in in your business, if you don't have a Big John, uh, you should find one. And by the way, uh, if if you don't think you have a Big John, who knows? It may be you.
1: Ooh, I like that. I like that, Marco. You're my Big John. Thank you for the podcast. <laughs>
0: Julia, you're my big
1: John. <laughs> I am neither big nor a John. Wait, that sounds so wrong. I'm, once again, this is going exceptionally Manscaped well. Manscaped.com. promo code GNOME. Some of the cool things that they talked about in Chapter 96 of Sonder Stories, memories from year four. So they go back and say, what were some of your favorite memories from just the past year? Not all four years combined. Um, I'm only going to mention two of these because I want people to listen to this episode. Yeah, we're
0: going to go ahead and spoil all of them for you.
1: So the only two that I'm going to say is uh, Jen's favorite memory from year four of Sonder being... The behemoth that it is, is the trailer. And and if you don't know, you don't know. So you got to listen to it to find out what exactly the trailer is. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think it is. I think what would be well brilliant needed.
0: is if they had a, a cousin Eddie <laughs> outside of the trailer for Christmas. <laughs> oh, with my a big God. With a big with sign the and the hose. <laughs> yeah. Shitters full. I oh think that would be God. funny. That'd be hilarious.
1: That would be perfect. Buffalo plaid everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be spectacular. Uh, and then the only other one, because each all, all four of them mentioned their favorite memories. The only other one that I'm going to mention, because, again, you need to listen to this episode. It is not our job to tell you about it. It is our job to encourage you, to make you inquisitive, to go, what did they say? What did they actually talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, chase and a thirty five percent increase in what? Yeah. Yes. Incredibly exciting.
0: Yeah. I mean speaking of exciting, Manscaped.com promo code down.
1: Whoo, that's I you know there hmm hmm <laughs> I just I I will say, well, no. I'm going to save my comments about Manscaped for Cincy Brewcast. I am not going that's to fine. sully or take away from Saunder stories. By the way, at Manscaped, all. where are you at? Yeah, Man, where how are you many,
0: at? How many weeks and how many social media posts yeah, do we have we, to, you know, oh, uh, we've done social talk media about, about it? About it? Uh, you got to do that for them to uh, no. notice you. Oh, maybe we haven't. Maybe that's it. Maybe. We,
1: I'm sure they're big fans of the show. They've got to hear all of the ads that we're doing for them, free, basically. Right. All right. Anyway. Uh, they went into what to expect in 2023 from Sonder which was very very exciting. Sonder has some absolutely amazing things planned some of their their goals are incredibly well on their way to being met. And again, things that we don't want to we don't want to spoil the episode for you. So I don't want to go into these too much. But Danny one of danny's
0: TikTok tock harold
1: danny TikTok tock harold one of the things he is most excited about for 2023 is getting the smells going yeah getting those smells the smells just going getting everything just pumped up and flowing throughout the tap room it's wonderful it's gonna be awesome
0: speaking of smells going you going to that chili cook-off over at west side
1: we're planning on it. You see, what's fun about that is it is the more, well the afternoon after beer, booze, bonks, boinks, binks, gets boobies, and manscaped. Uh, we are going to need to recover somehow. And what yeah. way am I going to Westside Brewing? Some
0: chili and some Josh hair of the dog. Josh is going to eat
1: all the chili. I'm not a chili fan, so that's all, Josh. I'm just going to drink.
0: Is this cowboy chili or is this more like uh, Cincinnati chili? It's
1: whatever people make. It's- It is the general public making what they feel is their best chili, whatever style that may be, and saying. I'm in. I'm
0: here for cowboy chili. Get out of here with that Cincinnati chili. That's by the way. Don't at me or at me. (laughs) Totally
1: at him. (laughs) Whatever. So, (laughs) so let's see. 2023. Danny wants. Danny's excited to be getting the smells going. Yeah. And Chase is excited for. And this is this is direct from the podcast because I'm very excited to see what they do with this. He is excited for their plans and opportunities, and what they they are going to be able to do with more small batch releases, some more either experimental or more um, in collaborations styles. Exactly collaborations with and collaborations other which businesses. Is exactly what my note says. Yeah. So. They have big things planned for 2023 for their fifth year in operation, and I know that they are going to be checking every single one of the boxes that they have listed out. I don't know how they couldn't, with the way things have been moving for them.
0: They have a very, um, they have a, a very uh, capable uh, team, and oh, they yeah. uh, they approach everything uh, with a with a very much, you know, they try to make as an informed a decision as they can.
1: Right, right. I did like one of the things that they talked about, kind of going to like that small batch collaboration thing that that Chase was excited about. They have a pilot... I say they have a pilot system now. They they have kind of set aside or kind of been able to put together a, a... I'm not going to word this correctly, so you as someone who has, who, who's been a brewer, you're, you're going to just roll your eyes at me like, what the hell are you talking about? But they have a system that they are going to be able to focus more on those smaller batches, those experimentals, those collaborations, some of the smaller things that they've been wanting to do, but not on like a bigger scale. Like they were able to, it sounded like they were able to separate some of their production space that small batch. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I know think, that I'm not wording that in, no, in the correct I mean, way at all. I just don't so know Chase how geeked out
0: about a CIP uh, skid.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Which uh, Julie, CIP means clean in place. Okay. Okay. Uh, but he geeked out about that skid, but it's because they had to make upgrades because they uh, they had more production equipment come in. Um, and with
1: upgrades, it allowed them to take that, like a. Sm- Again, I'm not so, going to word this correctly. So you, you know what go. I'm trying to say. So
0: as any, uh were you? Did you tour Mad Tree with us?
1: Yeah. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, so, when
1: I say tour, we went up. You know, you, me, and Noam went up onto the platform and okay, like, so that's yelled not, at the people that were that's so. That's not what worried. I meant. Okay, okay. No, so so, I have not.
0: so Mad Tree's got the the big system. Yes. Underneath the big system, they have a 50 barrel, a uh, 15 barrel system. And then off to the side, they have an SS BrewTech. Um, it's more like homebrew size. Like okay, I so think, no, it's, I, I think it's like 10 that. gallon size.
1: Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: So we we'll th- we'll call that test batch size. Okay. I don't think Sonder has that. Okay. I think Chase may like in a garage have what he homebrewed on, but okay. I think at Sonder what they're doing is. For collaborations and different things, what they're doing is they're taking, uh, let's say, some piece of production. Let's, as an example, I don't know this to be a fact. Um, this
1: is our truth. Hold not on, truth.
0: reckless speculation.
1: Hell yeah, let's do it.
0: It's time to get away all of our credibility and go <laughs> to reckless speculation. Okay, so my reckless speculation is they have. Uh, probably a 10-barrel Bright Tank. Okay. And then what they're doing is they're taking a, a beer, whatever production beer is, and then they're going to go ahead and uh, mix in some fresh, amazing adjuncts to it, and then now you have um, 20 kegs of whatever this collaboration project is going to be. I don't think... Now, they may. They may have, let's say... A small homebrew system, or or a system that makes five, ten gallons. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think okay, they're okay. I think they're peeling off, say, you know, eight to ten barrels of something, along with something that represents whatever the project is that you're trying to do. Whether it's that would make sense. whether it's brownies, whether it's coffee, whether it's you know well, jalapenos they, they... or whatever it may be, and then and they're. You know, but b- doing a an, an offshoot uh, of that of that okay, okay. To, to do.
1: Well to, to kind of continue on with that, with your reckless speculation on what they're doing, my truth of what the exact words that they said in this podcast are. And I'm still gonna call it a pilot system because that was some of the phrasing that they used. Okay. It is only Going to be used for smoked beers. Ah, uh, yes. So, every small batch, everything that goes through that pilot system, There's however lot, that pilot system is going to be, a lot of smoked beer talk going in to this be podcast. Beers. And I'm in for it. Yeah. I'm in for it.
0: Buckle up, everybody. And by the way, I made sure to not say the thing that I said a few <laughs> podcasts ago. Just buckle up, everybody. There's a lot of uh, smoked beer content here.
1: Yes. Yes. The
0: Saunders all- Smoked Beer Podcast.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of excited for uh, something that Danny mentioned with some of the new merch ideas. I mean, he threw out mm-hmm. Sonder Stress Balls, Pog Slammers to go back to the 90s. Like, I mean, bring back Toilet retro. paper. The Sonder Toilet Paper. The uh, so, uh, This one, I cannot wait, especially now that it's getting actually cold outside.
0: Chenille so, Bathrobes.
1: Well, that, but more than that, the Sonder Footy Adult Pajamas. Yes. Holy hell. Yes. I, I cannot wait. Cannot wait. And... This is one that I never thought of being as a um, uh, a brewery branded item, piece of piece of merch, however you want to call it.
0: Moisture wicking underwear.
1: Close the sonder branded soap on a rope. Love it. With you know it's 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 Voss scented. Yeah. So every time you bathe, you get to smell like Voss. This is such a great. If episode. you want to smell
0: like Voss in the morning,
1: just drink just it. Just drink, drink it. it just drink it. I mean, if they want to put the money into making soap on a rope, the beer-infused soap on a rope, that go for it. People will buy it. I'll buy it. Hell, you know. But, you could just bring in, bring a can of Voss awesome into the shower with you, and uh, I've heard that. Two cans. Two cans? Two cans. Like one can. Oh.
0: One can is the shower beer can.
1: The other you rinse the The other with.
0: is the actual shower can. Shower can. Yeah.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. How long do you think it'll be before Sonder Patton's the rotating shower floor.
0: Oh, the one that Justin mm-hmm. uses.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's if really, I know them, they know many people. That's episodes. I, by the way, if I know
0: them, they know people. Oh, yeah, that are like
1: that could make builders. Yeah,
0: that yeah. are trying to make that a thing.
1: That'll, and be, that, that'll be so cool. Like, will you, do you think? And that
0: record t- hop, mm-hmm. the hop yeah, that yeah. always faces five o'clock, cause it's always five o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That record hop will be in that shower somewhere.
1: Yes. And that's what I was just going to ask. Do you think every tile will have that that record hop? I or think we'll it's more just... like a
0: trademark thing. No, like that's depending fair. That's on fair. depending on your um, actual want of input uh, as far as that record hop, mm-hmm. it could be as big as the shower floor, or it could just be a like little a trademark, tile. a single tile signature sort of trademark thing.
1: Well, Justin, when when you get that patented trademark, I'm not sure what the proper. Term is for the rotating shower floor. Let us know. I mean, I'll be really excited to see wherever you post the video of, of that in place. No one can see me doing the little spinning motion with my finger that I'm doing. This is kind of They can awkward. on the Patreon. On the Patreon. Oh yeah. There, there we guys. go. Look over there. Live show. Thank content. you for thank you for subscribing. We love you. That's what I had for Saunders Stories. Chapter 96. Well, our, my notes
0: look exactly like your notes, so that's all I had too.
1: Hell yeah. Alright. Well, I think. Think we're still good on our beers, so I think we can, we can jump start right the next into... podcast.
0: We're probably going to need to take a break in the middle.
1: You probably will. I think I'm gonna. I don't know. Actually, I've been. I don't know. I've been You're rolling, tearing through these. Let's things. go. What is happening? Moving who, on. Who am I today? All right. Ah. All right. So, Marco, did you have a big lunch? No, not really.
0: <laughs> no. What was for lunch?
1: Uh, I had a grilled chicken breast on a whole wheat bun with some pepper jack cheese and bacon. So. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, like.
1: And that was like at noon. On purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Why? I. No, that I, sounds good. That's fine. Except for the cheese for you. I know. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, just, just chicken, cheese, bacon, bun.
0: I had some B-dubs. It sucked.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Josh and I. I speak, did eat, though. Speak, what, what did you have at B-dubs? Wings, I'm assuming? Or did you give uh, them something?
0: Six boneless sweet barbecue. Uh, an order of fries, no salt and pepper.
1: Josh and I had roosters last night. We had some wings, and... Ugh. It was good. It was awesome. It was great. Do you want to talk about the Cincinnati broadcast? Sure. Let's do this. Cheers.
0: Cheers. So this is hosted by our dear friend, uh, the Gnarly Gnome. hmm And speaking of friends, he had a friend on the podcast... Uh, our friend Matt Damaris.
1: Hell yeah, talking about Vets and Brews and and the Honor Bus, which the episode came out after Veterans Day, after the, the Honor Bus celebrations happened. If you have not liked and subscribed to the Vets and Brews Facebook page to see all the amazing pictures and videos of the event, holy crap, you need to do that because I had chills every single video that I watched. The video from Listerman with uh, I believe he was a Marine sergeant giving the toast. Oh my God, it's so, so, so incredibly cool. But this episode was all about Matt and Vets and Brews and, and, and what he's doing, although a lot of it was about the beer they were drinking at Grainworks mm-hmm. and pissing off the entire tap room by taking up the trivia table.
0: That, they that's get, how they started the episode. They get that once. out of the way right <laughs> You're at the right beginning. Right away,
1: they're like, oh, Somebody yeah. was
0: giving them the stink eye because they were sitting where they were sitting.
1: Yes. Yes. But, you know, first come, first serve. There were no reserved tables. So, uh... Yeah. By the way, lesson... trivia people.
0: <laughs> go, ...lesson at going to a tap room. Uh, it's first come, first serve. Yeah. You know, that's how that goes.
1: I think the only reserved seat is going to be for the trivia host, just to make sure that they have like
0: we well, got to make sure the tap room staff actually executes reserving uh, the seat. For the t- speaking you? from a little bit of experience, <laughs> always make sure you reserve the trivia host seat.
1: Ooh, peek behind the curtain there. You you.
0: It only has to happen once.
1: Once is <laughs> to where all you, you have need.
0: to you pay for. Uh, he's like you know um, I will buy you a beer if you move, please now.
1: That's, that is amazing. That's amazing. That'll be something that we discuss on Truth Beer Pod After Dark once this recording is over. Yeah, once this is over. Let's go. This episode, Mm -hmm. you finally get some honest-to-God ratings of beer from the Gnarly Gnome. Everyone knows he is very good about... Like, he appreciates every beer that Mm -hmm. he drinks in Cincinnati. There's no question about that. That is not at all what this was. But he has always been very careful about saying not saying you know the the best beer he's had the worst beer he's had this you get a couple names you get a couple brewery names beer names some ratings he showed matt his his freaking spreadsheet
0: yeah he did how he calculates
1: uh, all this stuff promo
0: code gnome at manscape.com <laughs> so uh he's just
1: flashing those up uh, pivot tables all over the place yeah
0: and you. there there was a lot of Side conversation or not exactly uh, topic related to Vets and Brews or anything that actually uh, Matt does, but that's because that's because they know each other, they're friends, they can talk freely that way, and and and, uh, I found it uh, very interesting, very engaging. But these are people that we know as friends, you know, so it's you we knew that. All this was going to be accepted content of going down these these paths, and for anybody who—it was
1: still on brand for a cincy brewcast episode. Absolutely, none, none of it was something to where you're like, "I tuned into this podcast to hear about you know craft beer craft, or you know the the topic right. at hand." Everything was still very much.
0: Well, the if, other if, thing if, is too. If the
1: Title of the episode wasn't "Vets and Brews" with Matt Damaris, and it was just. Grain works with Matt Damaris. It would have been just as fitting of an episode.
0: Sure, and the other yeah. thing to keep in mind too is, I mean, these are two entrepreneurs just cutting it up, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, this.
1: And that talk was awesome too. Speaking about exactly, the entrepreneurship. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. There was a there was there was a lot to take in, and they they took the winding road or, you know, as we talked about, as the crow flies to, to get to everything that they wanted to touch on as, as far as uh, benchmarks or touch points. And they did it and it was great. And yeah, it was an hour 10 or hour 20 minutes or whatever it is, but what a great listen. And, um, big takeaways for me were that vets and brews is, uh, not just, a uh, an idea thought up by Matt Demaris, and you know, it's just a, a guy trying to do good around the city, mm-hmm. uh, do good will around the city, because mm-hmm. uh, do good is not really—that's not grammatically correct. <laughs> uh, not that we care here. Uh,
1: hey, we speak good on this podcast. That's
0: we do that. We do that. Yeah. Yes. He is a, a full-on paper-licensed. Uh, charity, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's got a, a presence around the city. He has gone out of state to hold Vets and Brews events. Yes, uh, his his Vets and Brews uh, charity is growing, and that is fantastic because oh, it's so exciting. It's it's so cool because I can absolutely understand somebody being in the point of uh, strange or awkward trying to thank somebody for their service Mm -hmm. but something very easy you can do is get behind this charity and this charity um, has a two part facet to it Uh, so Julia um, as was talked about in this podcast why don't you let the listeners know what the two parts of vets and brews actually is
1: yeah so the i feel like the the main or the the biggest public facing side of vets and brews is buying a veteran a beer you donate ten dollars and you can do that either at vetsandbrews.com or the the partnering breweries which those are growing week in and week out there are new local breweries that are partnering with with mad and with vets and brews um you go to those breweries there will be a like the wooden flag display case that you can put money into you can put your ten dollar donation into that or there are the i don't know the proper term but the the tent cards on each of the tables with, with Q-R, qr codes yeah. right for vets and brews. Table, tents. So table tents yeah you just scan that and online, you give your $10 donation. You can leave your name if you want to, as far as who's donating this or where you're from or where you donated from. Like, you know, this beer was donated from Julia from Cincinnati, or I could say Truth Beer Pod from Higher Gravity, whatever you kind of want to put in there. That is the main public facing, or I think the most saying popular sounds wrong, but what people tend to know that's and Bruce for is that you're you're donating money to buy a veteran a beer. The other part of it is the money that is not for the beer. So you donate $10. Only 6 or 7 dollars of that depending on the brewery, depending on the beer is is for the beer itself. You still have 3-4 dollars left over after that. Well, where does that money go? It goes towards the company that builds the flag display cases for Arlington, for all, for National The whole national program for getting those flag display cases to the widows and the families of veterans who have passed. And that's something that I don't feel like is either talked about enough or is as public... As much public knowledge as the buying a veteran, and appear. they're a most they're
0: a mostly a local company, right? It,
1: they're based in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. yeah, that is the that is the sole place that makes all of these flag display cases for Arlington. It is who Arlington partnered with. They said this Northern Kentucky, which is local. I mean, that is right within yeah. our wheelhouse. They are making amazing flag cases. They're doing the work that we need to have done. This charity goes to making sure that those can be made and provided to the families of veterans, however many are needed, whenever they're needed. And I don't feel like that part of Vets and Brews gets enough acknowledgement. Yeah, even though I. It is incredibly important.
0: I, I do agree. It's um, it's the B side, uh, right. so to speak. And I and I right. hate to call it B side, but you know the 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 flashy thing is buy a veteran a beer. Uh, but as you donate in ten dollar chunks or hundred dollar chunks or five hundred dollar chunks, the that other chunk is not
1: It doesn't go into anyone's pocket. Yeah, I wanna make sure people yeah, know and understand it's, it's that it's right.
0: going to another charity which
1: is still supporting veterans and veteran families.
0: Well well it's going into this other business that, that, that that's what it is. And not not another charity. It's going to another business that's a local business and um so that's that's extremely important, and oh, yeah. i I couldn't be more excited about the fact that you know these uh, uh, the Ascensi Brew bus was able to come together and collaborate with vets and brews, and then they had uh, two great breweries come along and uh, do this uh, vets and brews. Bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that wasn't the only uh, event that he had. He had what, three total events? Is that right?
1: Right. Yep. Yep. So there was the, the Honor Bus event that happened. Honor Bus, yeah. That happened on Veterans Day. That was uh, kind of the big push that he had that he and Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus put together in under 20 days, as they talked about yeah. the podcast. Like they had this idea while sitting around drinking beers like, hey, Veterans Day is coming up soon. I'd love to be able to do something bigger than what Joseph Etzenbrews is currently doing. Boom, the honor bus idea was born, and they're like, well, holy shit, how the hell do we pull this off in 20 days? And it looked like they killed it. Like, they absolutely killed it. And, And it's going to be a yearly event now, and I know that Gnome kind of said multiple times a year, which I think would be fantastic. I mean, I don't know logistically how... How practical that is, but at the very least, the honor bus, vets and brews, hosting, you know, up to fifty veterans, chaperones if needed, and taking them to, two, three. I mean, who knows? Maybe the number of breweries that the honor bus goes to, I think, will grow. I think it year will by year. Um, but just wine and dine, just give them a good time, like just just spoil them the way that they deserve to be spoiled. Yeah. And then Matt also kind of said in, in this episode that he got a call from Sam Adams. Yeah, Boston saying, Beer. Mm-hmm, saying, we see what you've been doing. We would love for you to have another event as of this recording. It, it will have already happened. Right. The Wednesday prior to this recording coming out, we want you to come down to the Sam Adams Cincinnati Tap Room and have a Vets and Brews event there by Veterans Beers. Yeah. I, 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 I'm stumbling over my words because this is such an, an awesome, cool thing for, for our friend Matt and yes. Brews, that Sam Adams reached out to him. This wasn't him reaching out to them saying, hey, I do this thing. Would you be interested in hosting an event? This was Sam Adams reaching out to Matt going, we see what you're doing. We appreciate what you're doing. And we want you to do this at our space as well. So yeah. my God. That's awesome! Huge, huge. So huge
0: this beer box. coming out uh, from Sam Adams uh, Boston Beer Company, uh, locally. Uh, it's a beer that was from start to finish, or in the business, you know, the the buzz term is grain to glass, mm-hmm. uh, from veterans that are on staff with Boston Beer.
1: Right, right. You know,
0: so I and love they're, it. they're releasing it. Um, so. Uh, this new beer uh, that Sam Adams created, or Boston Beer Sam Adams mm-hmm. created uh, with the help of uh, veterans from their own team, and they didn't even make it sound like it was just a uh, production team. It was, it was, They made it sound like anybody who was a veteran in the company was mm-hmm. able to participate right, right. in this yeah. some way.
1: Yeah.
0: It's called Sam Salutes, and so they're releasing Sam Salutes. As this podcast aired, it was Wednesday Mm -hmm. previously at the Sam Adams Tap Room in Cincinnati, which is a fantastic tap room. If you have not been there, please go. This is from a person who uh, just, this is that tap room outside of my bubble.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful tap room.
0: It's a beautiful tap room. It's It's very small.
1: Beautiful outdoor space again. Beautiful. It's small, but man, it's. It's, it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Very, 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 uh, very nice place. So go over there and give some of your uh, time and, and dollars to uh, enjoying that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's really fantastic because, you know, M- Matt's one of those can-do guys, right? And they even talk about, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to spoil why Matt cares so much about Uh, this cause. It's in the podcast. Go listen. We
1: want you to listen to the show. That is, like we said with Sonder Stories, Craft Parenting Podcast, all of these, our goal is to get you interested enough in what we're saying, the little nuggets of information we give you from each of these podcasts where you go, I need to listen to that episode. I need to listen to this podcast that I didn't even know was out there. Right. And this is a perfect example of that.
0: So it's not just uh, he tells you why Mm -hmm. he has a passion Mm -hmm. for, for this uh, this sort of outreach, uh, and then he also talks about. I mean, for people that are familiar or unfamiliar with Matt Demaris, Matt Demaris is in the. Um, uh, he's a, a realtor, and, he, and he's
1: also a. How do you say it? Hustler, baby. Beautiful. So
0: he's a. You know, he he's done a bunch of things, and people who uh, don't know his history may think that just. Uh, all he does is hit dingers, right? I mean, he just, he just uh, knocks things out of the park all the time, and then he goes through a list of things that uh, maybe didn't knock out of the park. And so the, that's a good listen, too. But there again, we're talking to two entrepreneurs, uh, or two entrepreneurs are talking to each other, and we're um, happy to be uh, flies on the wall listening to this conversation.
1: Absolutely. So... One of the cool things, kind of touching on that point, the entrepreneur... Uh, uh, I've had beers. Like, this is a rare night for me you're that good, I have though. had. You're good, You're fine. I'm, I'm still okay, but it's one of those. I'm. This episode has me very excited. I'm very passionate about everything that they talked about in this episode. And if you're new to listening, when I get excited, I have about 15 different things that I try to say at the same time, so I just stumble over everything that I try to do but it was such a cool thing to listen to both Matt and Noam talk about entrepreneurship and creativity. And not everything is is a win, but you have to find a way to make the things that make sense for either your business or the creative side of you that you want to focus on work. And they've been touching, like, today is such a perfect time to explore those different those different avenues because you have so many free resources at your disposal. You have podcasts that are free that will walk you through how to do almost anything you want to do. You have YouTube videos that will walk you through almost anything that you want to do. Websites, you have unlimited resources to whatever creative path you might want to take in kind of like Gnome's case or the entrepreneurship of like different businesses as far as kind of like what Matt was talking about it it is it is an amazing time to to start creating something anything yeah and this episode dug into that a lot more than what you would expect from a beer podcast but it still did not feel outside of the scope of Cincy Brewcast. Yeah, you know what all, I mean? Like It was all relative. Still I mean, absolutely it absolutely felt all, like. It yeah, all yeah, connected, yeah. right? Yeah. Even
0: even the things that people knew Matt for with uh, Hustle & Brews or mm-hmm. Outcast, mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Bruce Bru- Outcast, Bruce podcast. Traveler
0: Outkast podcast. Bruce podcast. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, The gnome, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, doing the things that he's doing. Uh, all of these things uh, still come and connect to and, and revolve around uh, the Scentsy Crappier beer community?
1: There were a couple things. I, I, what I, what I do I our notes spend... look
0: like for, for the, the rest of the right. episode? And, and
1: that's what I was just going to say. I don't want to take as much time to talk about this episode as the episode itself took. So, as far as Vets and Brews goes, uh, Listerman Brewing is the newest partner with Vets and Brews. They are going to have one of the Flag boxes in the tap room where you can donate. They're going to have the QR codes on all their tables. Absolutely amazing. Um, they they announced that with the opera with the release. I'm sorry of Operation Flintlock, which happened on Veterans Day. Huge, huge, huge! Shout out to Listerman for becoming a part of the Vets and Brews family. I guess is what you want to call that. And Vets and Brews will be at Beer, Booze, Bonks, Boinks, Binks, Boobies, and Manscaped. So if you are going to be there on Saturday. Vets and Brews will have a presence. I don't know what exactly that presence is going to be, if it's, yeah. it's going to be the QR code and the ability to donate. I know Matt's going to be probably at at least one of the sessions.
0: Yeah, I think last year he was at the early session, maybe not the late. but
1: If you see the Vets and Brews QR code, and, and if you're able to, if, if just financially, whatever, you're not able to, that's fine. But if you can, buy a vet of beer. Support Matt's, Matt's charity and, and, and this 501 three C cause that he is so incredibly passionate about because it is incredibly good work. It's incredibly needed work. And like you said at the beginning, sometimes thanking a veteran can be kind of awkward, but buying someone a beer is always kind of the easiest way to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you did. This is my way of acknowledging that. No. Um, so outside of that, Uh, There were a couple of fun things. There are always fun things about this show. We need to bring up Manscaped because shout out to Manscaped for supporting the gnome and what he's doing and being a sponsor of the show. I love that they led into the Manscaped commercial of this episode with talking about a beer that smelled like a Christmas aftershave. Yeah. So you go from aftershave into smoothing out your balls. However you.
0: <laughs> Wonderful.
1: <laughs> and don't put aftershave on them after that. Please don't. Just saying. Oh, my God. there! It's it's such a hilariously awkward thing for me. It is so amusing and entertaining. And I love Manscaped products.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were going I, somewhere I, else with n- that. <laughs>
1: that's, that's Truth Beer Pot After Dark. Okay. So. I don't think that Gnome does enough credit to promote how gender-neutral Manscaped stuff is, and Manscaped should be some Tell should
0: them, be Julia. promoting
1: us. I mean, we're doing all this free advertising from we should. them. They should. Their body wash is amazing. Their like their their products are fantastic. I've bought several for my Josh that I end up using because I'm like, holy crap, go. the shampoo conditioner combo. I love it. Absolutely love it. I will say I don't like the scrubber, the little silicone. Oh, you scrubber don't. You were excited to get it. I was it. so excited to get that. Yeah. The the little the scrubber nubs, bristles, whatever you want to sure. call them, they're not as <laughs> they're not as stiff as I would like them to be. Hey now. I I, I would like a little. Unfortunate. More, I would like a little more stiffness. But did you rub them? I rubbed them all over my body, and when I rub something on my body, I want it to be a little stiffer to get a a bit better foaming action, exfoliation gotcha. okay. feeling. Right. It's fine. It's just not what what was in my head for what I was going to get. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. everything else that that I have gotten for Josh that I've used as well, the products are fantastic and they are gender neutral even though I don't think Manscaped does a good enough job of promoting them as being gender neutral.
0: No, they don't. They're
1: fantastic products. I understand promoting them for men. However, they're great. Anyone can use them. But yes, a beer that smells like aftershave, right before a manscape commercial, perfect. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant work by the gnome. Uh, also, Matt kind of got gnome's goat a little bit by talking about uh, cold IPAs. Yeah, there was a little bit of of. Uh,
0: There's a little bit of that.
1: Of of of, of a discussion, some heated discussion.
0: Well, about this. And it, it doesn't need to be heated. No, I'm it didn't about need to cold be IPAs.
1: but it was it was fun. I mean maybe they should call them CHLs, like cold hop lagers. Instead of cold I think IPAs I or IPLs. I think
0: there's Canada. a little misunderstanding. An oh, In sure, India Pale sure. Lager is not a cold IPA. I don't know. They're not. They're they're two different things. Uh, an India Pale Lager is a lager that you dry hop. A cold IPA is an IPA that you're fermenting at Lager temperatures. temperatures. Yeah, and that's the difference. But and that, that's that's but not that, but that they're not the lead. same thing. But,
1: but that doesn't allow us to fist a cuff over it. You know? Oh, that's you know what, what we all oh, I that's forgot. What
0: that's see? what we yeah. want to do. We want to argue. We want to
1: argue about this. Um, not agree on it's this. It's debate Come on,
0: television. Man.
1: Come on, man.
0: So it's not so if we can't if so we can't here. be first take or you know, uh one of these one of these hot take shows <laughs> then you know, it's it's not good. It's, so, it can't it can't happen.
1: Maybe we should do a a video about the difference between cold IPAs and IPLs.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap this up up and let's go. All
1: right. Last note that I had on this, which, again, could be a hot take, could be a a bit of discussion contention. Are ghost kitchens, could that be considered the same thing as contract brewing?
0: Oh, uh, oh. oh,, I <laughs> thought we, we were good, I thought mic? we were gonna be done and then talking about ghost Kitchens like you, get, you got USA Wings company and then all of a sudden uh, Applebee's drops off wings. It's like, stop it with this bullshit.
1: But again, I mean, is it is it could you consider it the same thing as contract brewing? To I would where, like to ban to, them. <laughs> what Applebee's? or contract brewing.
0: Uh, Again, contract this is brewing, something... no. Okay. Um, okay. No. I, of... I
1: feel like they both have a place. No, contract brewing is totally different you... in
0: my opinion no, no, because no, no. contract I... brewing is I'm taking, I'm taking as, You're as a brewery, something I'm someone else's making Julia's location location recipe. Say, no, 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 no. I make, as a contract brewer, I'm making Julia's recipe. I'm putting it out there with Julia's name on it. As a ghost kitchen, I am Applebee's. Uh, putting out a the burger name. that's
1: called Mr. Beast Burger. How is that different? How is it different?
0: Because the the original recipe is the same as the original place, and that's not the thing with contract brewing.
1: But if you're but if you're pretending to be made somewhere that you're not, or if you're if you're masquerading as a place or as that's a, what they're
0: doing is they're masquerading, like... <laughs> and contract brewing is not masquerading.
1: Okay, are you sure about that? I don't know that it's some, again, some places might be more transparent about the fact that they contract brew than others. So I feel like there are certain instances to I, where it I feel is there, they are the same.
0: There are places <laughs> that maybe contract brew where it's hard to understand uh, wh- whose recipe or what brewery you're actually putting out from. Exactly. But the, the overall intent is, <laughs> is not the same. One is strictly to... Uh, to trap, uh, to entrap somebody into buying their uh, wings, so to speak. Okay, that's and, uh, that's, uh, that's and the fair. other that's one fair. is uh, trying to help with somebody's scale to production, uh, putting out their own the 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 best way to scale the production of their own product.
1: Quit making sense, man! I'm trying to pick a fight here.
0: That's oh, you're right. <laughs> That's right. We need to. <laughs>
1: if we agree we and if you argue. make logical sense, that doesn't make for good content. Come you're
0: right. On. Come right. on.
1: But no, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm going to pretend that I don't agree with you. Okay. When you when you word it like that, because again,
0: well, that's all debate I, I television is, right? It's like everybody's it really is, pretending yeah. and sure. picking a side sure. and right. making it uh, ridiculously over the top.
1: Well, Marco, did you have anything else on? I'm going to do it of the Cincinnati broadcast for this week.
0: Uh, No, I did not. I will leave all of that to Stephen A. Smith in the uh, bonus episode.
1: Oh, there we go. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If this is your first time listening, thank you for listening through to the end. If you're a long-term listener, we, as Marcus says, thank you so much for your listenership. We really, really appreciate you listening to us just talk about other podcasts because that is what we love listening to. It's what we love experiencing. We love the people involved. If you want to show us your support of of what we do, we are at TruthBeerPod everywhere. Please like, subscribe, review, follow, whatever you can do on your podcast platforms. Give us five stars. Social media, follow us, comment, you know, let us know what you think. You can send us an email, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. If you don't like what we're doing, send all of those complaints to at Raging Hop on Twitter, and he will go through those and if we get enough complaints or interesting uh comments via raging hop we will let you know about them on the show and
0: don't worry he doesn't have a blue check mark
1: it's true it's true neither do we and uh we're probably never going to get one and that's cool that's okay that's fine the way things are going i don't want one anymore okay Uh, TruthbeerPod at gmail.com if you have something longer form or something that you don't want out on social media or in DMs or what have you and if you would like to send us a couple bucks because we are are actually doing a little bit of video content uh, to be posted but we are actually working on that and video editing software while there are some free ones it's not the best so if you would like to give us a couple bucks to help us to be able to do video audio all kinds of podcasts, podcast stuff even better than how we're doing it now, truthbeerpod.com. There is a blue buy us a pint link. We're working on a Patreon because we would like to get some exclusive content out to people that want to give us money on a monthly basis, but you know, one time basis, truthbeerpod.com. Welcome all of it. Check out our episodes, youtube.com slash at pod. Again, it's all video, or I'm sorry, it's all audio only for now, but we are working on it. Hopefully, maybe by the time this comes out, there'll be a video up. Our maybe. Our very first one. Maybe. Will, uh, we'll, we'll see.
0: see. Uh,
1: we'll see. Exactly. Exactly. But holy crap, there's so much going on right now. Go to Beer Booze Bonks Boings Binks. If you see us there at the evening session.
0: Show us your boogie. Uh, I mean, oh, uh, no, show it. Say ask what?
1: us. <laughs> Don't listen to Marco. (laughs) Although, I mean, I'm not going to say no, but uh, anyway, ask us about Utopias, and we have a limited, limited, limited amount of a little swag item. Nothing super special. And for the first
0: five that uh, mention it, the Gnome has a swag item for you as well.
1: Exactly. So if you see us at Beer, Booze, Bonks, Boinks, Binks, Biscuits, Boobies, Bobcats, Bananas, Banana Hammocks, Manscaped Products, and... Bowling pins, because that's part of folding That is. Is bowling pins. Yeah.
0: Ask Speaking us, of bowling pins, manscaped.com.
1: <laughs> they look, anyway. Um, <laughs> ask us about Utopias, and you'll get, as long as we still have some left, some exclusive Truth Beer Pod. a right. uh, Little swag, if you're one of the first five, you'll also get a T-shirt from the Gnarly Gnome. Other than that, Marco. Julia. What are you going to be doing next Tuesday?
0: I'm going to be here at our gracious podcast host, and we are... And it's, it's beer it's vent calendar
1: provider.
0: Yeah, beer vent calendar provider, no. uh, Higher Gravity Summit Park, uh, recapping all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. Can't wait.
1: It's going to be awesome. Gonna Cheers, everyone. We're going to talk everyone. about Beer Booze Bonks next week. Have a great one, guys, and we will see you soon. Mm-hmm.